A binge-worthy show about Jesus? The Chosen Season 3 is here. Come and see what the buzz is about. The Chosen explores the imperfect and messy relationships of real humans following Jesus. All Season 3 episodes are available now. Stream every episode for free. Plus, watch exclusive content like the After Show, only in the new Chosen app. Download the Chosen app on mobile and TV streaming devices. Visit BingeJesus.com to learn more. Welcome to Sports Talk with Ninja and JMO, where you get all the sports knowledge you need. I hear you. All right. So let's talk about sports. We're back. We've been off for a while, but we're back. And it's been the greatest football playoffs in the history of football. I have to agree. J-Bo, Jesse Morris here. Talk about the greatest sport on earth, football, NFL playoffs. Talk about the Cincinnati Bengals making it to the Super Bowl. Heck, I think it's the first time they've made it to the playoffs in my lifetime. Let me know the Super Bowl. It is not. So it's not the exciting and fun to watch. Okay, stop trying to pretend like you're young. You were actually alive last time the Bengals were in the playoffs. Let's talk about that. When was the last time they were in the playoffs? Oh, uh, it was 1993 or 94? Yes, which would have made me 11 years old, which would have made me not old enough to remember them playing in the playoffs. Oh, you'd been older than that. 93, you'd been 12, 13. Oh, yeah, going on 12. You're right, probably. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, you're right. It has been a long time. Actually, interesting statistic uh, or stat or fact for everyone with the Bengals was uh, this year was the first time in the history that you could text the Bengals have made the playoffs because the last time yes. the Bengals won a game in the playoffs, texting didn't exist. Facebook didn't exist. Half of social media didn't exist. The internet, the internet barely existed. Yeah, home computers weren't even really a thing at so yeah, it, it was. It, it's been it's been a couple days since they've they've made it to the to the playoffs, and it's been a, a great ride to watch. It, like it, Joe Burrow is the man; he is the next biggest quarterback, I think, coming out of the NFL. If they get him an offensive line, I, I don't think. I, I think if they get him an offensive line, he's the next Tom Brady. Because you can say what you want about Tom Brady, but. I mean, the kid, all he did was win. No, no, I, like, I'll give you that. But the problem with the Bengals right now, and it is a problem, um, and it almost cost them the game against the Titans, which the Titans should have won the game. Ryan Tannehill had three interceptions. Three. I think he bet on the Bengals. Uh, break three interceptions. Um, one of them really wasn't his fault, but the other two were horrible. Um, right. But uh, The last one was horrible. Yeah. That, yeah. We're like getting ready to win the game, and he threw an interception. Uh, yep. Uh, but he got sacked nine times in that game. Right. So you know what that tells me? He needs a better offensive line because he's going to end up. It tells me if he had a better offensive line, nobody in the NFL would be safe. Well, like if he could do what he's doing, laying on his back 60% of the time, just imagine if he's got time to throw the ball. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, but. Like he is shredding defenses apart when he's able to. Yeah, when he's not, you know, oh, I'm about to die. But he's going to be getting really hurt, like severely hurt, concussions, yeah, something. Yeah, he's got Chase looking like like freaking Cop or freaking Beckham. Like he's got the, he's got guys that 
yeah, they're going to be great athletes. Yeah, they're going to be great players in the long run. But he's got these guys that are just starting out in the league looking like vetting, vet like receivers and stuff because, I mean, he's just good. Oh, yeah. You know what I like the most about this playoffs is, as you're focusing on the Bengals, which is fine because the Bengals stories is amazing, is every single game has been decided by three points or less or went into overtime. That has never happened in two rounds of playoffs ever. Right. Like you can't normally you can like watch a game for half of like okay this game's over. And the home teams are losing. Yeah. Okay. Forget that I'm a Titans fan. Did anybody really think that both number one seeds, Titans and the Green Bay, would be out in the the divisional round? Anybody? Well, really? I could tell you. I could tell you how much people didn't expect it. There's a guy who shared his winning bet slip on um, Twitter. And I saw it the other day, and he bet one hundred dollars on the two games, and he walked away with fifteen grand, fifteen thousand two hundred dollars for the win because he picked both scores exactly right. I mean, like that is crazy. unheard of. Uh, and yeah, and I mean, as bad as the 49ers played, and they still beat Green Bay, they don't. They didn't score an offensive touchdown in that game, and they still beat Green Bay. Right, it's, just, it's it's crazy, and then speaking or, of Green Bay, uh, and speaking of you being a Titans fan, I saw something today on Twitter that should make your head spin. It should make you stand up and put your Titans jersey on, like probably like right now. You, I like how you assume I'm not already wearing it. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers has purchased property in Franklin, Tennessee. Yes. And I'm so and he was building a house in Tennessee, and he said he's obviously open to playing for the Titans. Yes, and if that happens, you will see me happy dance because it's the only thing we're missing is a good quarterback. It's the oh, only absolutely. thing. Like, absolutely. Don't get me wrong. Tannehill, he's, he's, he's not a great quarterback. He's consistent. Like mm-hmm. He can win games for you because he doesn't make huge mistakes usually. No, but in that, that game, he made a bunch of mistakes. And there was an actually talk about that game. I think he battled the Bengals. I, I really do. Also, Derrick Henry, he didn't really run like that Derrick last Henry. That interception was like there was no, not an offensive player within four yards. I, I, I mean, mm, yeah. But, no, if, if Aaron Rodgers plays for Tennessee, even if we get him for just two years, that's two Super Bowls right there. Two Super Bowls. Because right. we, we got Julio Jones locked up. We but got that Brown. just wouldn't be fair. Like, let's be honest. Let's talk about fair in sports. You'd have Aaron Rodgers, arguably the best quarterback ever to play the game mm-hmm. with within question of course well, yeah. and then you've got Henry the best running back in argument to ever play the game well, at least in the last 10 years mm-hmm. then you've got your your receivers which yeah yes and no they're hit or miss they're not very consistent but you've got enough there to make Tennessee just unbelievable they're not consistent because Tannehill's the one throwing if Rodgers is throwing you think Julio Jones and Brown ain't going to tear it apart please yeah, Brown on one side, Joe's on the other. Like, it'd be like Rodgers would have a field day. He'd be out there practicing. It'd be like seven-on-seven seven practice every game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'd be an interesting development to see. But now that I've given Cincinnati all the love in the world, I say the Rams win by 20. Right. And you know what, though? Honestly, in this game, I'm cheering more for the Rams than the Bengals because – I really don't have a dog in this fight. I don't care. To me, at this point, it's about the stories. 
And if the Bengals win, that's a great story because it's been so long, and that's awesome. And I have, you know, I know a bunch of people are Bengals fan. I'll be happy for them. But if the Rams win, you know what? If there's one quarterback right now in football who hasn't had a chance for a Super Bowl who deserves it, it's Matthew Stafford. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> I saw. I saw a bib on the on uh, Facebook the other day. It showed uh, a scene from Eight Mile with uh, Eminem all sitting in the car after it broke down, and it's <laughs> it talked about watching Stafford leave the Rams to the Super Bowl. That was pretty damn funny. Oh yeah, because he did play in Detroit for so long, and they never built a team around him. And he was such a tough and such a hardcore player and always did his best and just didn't make it. So if anybody deserves it, it's Matthew Stafford. So if, if the Rams win, I'll be happy. But if the Bengals win, I'll still be happy. Like I said, I'm good either way because it's a great story both sides. But, like, I always I, go back. I honestly think that, they, that Cincinnati's defense does not have a shot in the hell of stopping the Rams from scoring. No. Like, if, since it, if, if it turns out to be a close game, it's going to be a 45 to 45 game. And whoever gets the ball last is going to win. Like, it's, I think, I think, I think the Rams are going to score every time they touch the ball. Yeah. Well, I have an outrageous prediction for this game. Are you ready? Uh huh. Von Miller is going to set a record for one person getting sacks in a playoff game. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Von Miller is going to eat Joe Burrow alive. You're like, he could yeah, throw from his back, be, no. Yeah, it's going to be, I think they've they made it to the Super Bowl. Congratulations. Welcome to the big leagues, kid. Right? Like, I, I go back and watch this clip like once a month because it's always, is, to me, it's one of the most impressive things a quarterback I've ever seen done. And it's an old clip of Matthew Stafford playing for Detroit. And it's the end of the game. There's like three or four seconds left. He throws a pass, and he gets tackled, and it dislocates his non-throwing shoulder, right? Uh-huh. So, so there's, and then there's a penalty called because there was pass interference in the end zone. Game can't end with a penalty. Now, they take Matthew Stafford to the side the sideline. They pop his shoulder back in place, right? But the other uh-huh. team calls a timeout. So Matthew Stafford, like, they call the timeout. That means I can go back in. So he runs up to the coach while the trainer's literally trying to hold him down, telling him not to move. And he goes up to the coach and goes, Coach, I can throw the pass if you need me to because they had him mic'd up. And yeah. so he goes, so you're going to go in? He goes, yeah. And he literally goes in. They hike him the wall. He holds it with one hand. He throws it. As he throws it, his shoulder dislocates again. Oh, yeah. He's almost dead. Yes. <laughs> and I saw that. then he runs off and screaming his arm is out. His arm, But he won him the game. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you tell me. Stafford's what's... a beast, man. He's, 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 like, he's like a younger version of Aaron Rodgers, honestly. He's like, he's tough. Like, you tell me what other quarterbacks doing that, right? Like, maybe Brett Favre in his prime, but still, like that was Tom Brady ain't going back in. No, you know that ain't happening. So, yeah, he's tough. So I think he he he's played tough for all these years. He he deserves it. I don't care about the team. He deserves it. I was reading somewhere the other day that they were actually saying it's the first time, too, in the history of the NFL that they, um, the um, NFC championship game and the Super Bowl have been held in the same building the same year. That's probably never happened, yeah. Yeah, it's never happened. So it's basically a home game for the Rams. Yeah. 
And obviously, you know it's never happened because was it last year when Tampa made it? It was the first time a home team had ever made it to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and they won. So, uh, yeah. yeah. All right, well, you, you brought up Tampa Bay, which is a perfect segue for the next thing we need, I plan on talking about anyway. Tom Brady. That's right, Tom Brady. Um, Do you really think he's going to stay retired? I really what? Do you really think he's going to stay retired? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's done. Why wouldn't he? I don't. Why? Well, here's why. He's greedy, which is evident by the fact that he came back to play with the Buccaneers. He doesn't have nothing else to prove, though. He he doesn't, and you're right, but at the same time, he said a while back he was going to play until he sucked. Right. This last season, he broke all kind of records, and he did anything but suck. Right. I think... His wife got in his ear. He got to think about his kids, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna retire, go home, spend time with my family," and and he meant it. I don't think he he was being disingenuous in any kind of way. But I think after a month or two of sitting on, you know, not getting ready for a season, being at home, he's gonna be like, "I could play one more year." <laughs> he could be pulling a grunt. But I don't even think he's pulling a grunt. I think he really means to retire. I just think once the excitement of football starts up, the you know. Seasons start going and everything. Then he's going to be like, I want one more. Have you heard the story about Gronkowski? No. So, apparently, when he was in New England, his last year he played, they came to him and told him they were going to trade him to Detroit. So, he decided, no, you're not. I'm not playing for Detroit. I'm retiring. And he only retired because they were going to trade him to Detroit. And then, of course, when Tom got picked up down at Tampa Bay, out the door he went. I mean, can you blame him? <laughs> right. Like, I've been playing the greatest team ever, and you're going to send me to Detroit. I'm out. That's crazy. But, yeah, no. Yeah, I, that's pretty funny. I, I he, think, only, he only retired to avoid getting traded. I mean, you talk about Aaron Rodgers going to Tennessee, but I'm just going to use Tennessee as an example because it's the team I know the well best right now. I think about a month or two before the preseason starts, you're going to see Brady go to some team that's built like Tennessee that has everything they need to win a championship except for the quarterback. Oh, you mean like you did in Tampa Bay? Well, Tampa Bay might not have everybody next year. They're, they're... No, I'm talking about last year. That's what he did. He went to Tampa Bay, a team that all they did was quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, so somebody like the Titans. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think who else really needs a quarterback who could be good. Hmm, that's that's tough. Minnesota? <laughs> you know, you have to have something to go with them. I mean, maybe even San Francisco, because San Francisco's got a lot of good pieces. They just don't have a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be awesome if you replaced Jimmy Crapolo? That well, would Minnesota's be. Got, Minnesota's got the people. They just need a quarterback. Need a, I mean, yeah. you, you got Cook at the, the running back. You got Jeffers at the receiver position. You got. Heck, what's, the, what's the one dude's name? Um. I honestly I don't, don't know. Like, that? I have enough followers. Thelum or Thelum or Thelum, whatever. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, think they, that... They've got the right pieces. They just need a quarterback. Not, not, not taking that away from Cousins, but he's just like Tannehill. He's not a great quarterback. He can manage a game for you, but he's not going to go out there and Tom Brady it. Yeah. So, I could see that happening. Like, I fully believe he means to retire, but once everything, you know, everybody starts talking and going, I think we're going to see him on some team like that stepping in and 
possibly taking him to a Super Bowl because that's just what Tom Brady does. I think he's done. Wouldn't wouldn't it be awesome if he had three Super Bowls with three different teams? Yeah, that's, it would be. But I think he's done. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But that's that's why I think. I didn't say I, I didn't think I didn't think uh, Peyton Manning was done either, but he was. Well, Peyton Manning had an issue that Tom Brady doesn't have. Yeah. Tom or Peyton Manning was literally one wrong hit away from breaking his neck and dying. Right. You know, you have that neck surgery where they have to fuse your neck back together and you can't turn your head a certain way no more. You start thinking about, maybe I don't want to get hit on the neck anymore. Right. I honestly think if his brother hadn't won two Super Bowls, he would have retired sooner, but he wanted to at least match his brother. Absolutely. Oh, all right. So now some news I wasn't expecting in football. I just caught me off guard where Brian Flores is suing pretty much everybody in the NFL. Right. Um I I he had a job in Miami and they didn't play well, so he got fired. So I don't I don't understand the lawsuit. I don't I don't get it. Is there something I'm missing here? Because I haven't read the well, whole thing. I don't know. The basis of the lawsuit is he's saying that the NFL is racist and they choose white coaches over black coaches, which not saying it's true or not true. That's his feelings to me. He has the right to feel that way. But at the end of the day, just like any organization, they have the right to hire who they want and who they don't want. And don't they, they have... can make all these policies and they can make all these procedures to try to make things seem different than they are. But at the end of the day, they don't have to hire you one way or the other based off of your race. Like it's, they can hire who they want. Like it's, sad but it's true so i don't i don't know how much basis the lawsuit's gonna have the most interesting part about this whole thing is though is now he's coming out and saying the owners in miami offered him a hundred thousand dollars a game to lose so they can tank for the draft i mean i can see that oh i mean i can't do like there's certain teams you're like, wow, these guys, like, for instance, Detroit. Detroit come out every year on Thanksgiving and play like they're play, winning the Super Bowl, but then lose the other 16 games of the season. Yeah. And, and the Dolphins really need a better quarterback, so I could see them tanking. Heck, in basketball and NBA, that's a thing. You know the teams are tanking. But once again, though, I don't see when you're talking about contracts – and money, like, I don't see how the lawsuit is going to have any validity to it, other than the fact that it hurts the integrity of the game, obviously. Well, if, yeah. if people think, oh, our team don't want to win, we might as well not. I mean, it hurts the integrity of the game, but at the end of the day, I don't think there, there's a validity to a lawsuit against it. I could offer you $100,000 to lose tomorrow. That don't mean you could sue me for... Well... If they can prove that a team was trying to tank in football, um, that would, it wouldn't help his lawsuit any, I don't think. Right. But that could actually, uh, because like you said, the integrity of the game, the integrity of the game clause for football, they could actually revoke an ownership. It right. would cost an owner his job. It wouldn't help his lawsuit any, but it would cost the owner his job. Well, but I think it's going to be just like one of those things that happened with, with – um, um, Oakland Raiders. 
when it came to having all those emails and stuff, and they were like trying to make all the emails across the league public. Yeah. And all the other owners were like, hold up, wait a second. We don't have nothing to do with y'all's situation. Leave us out of it. Right. Like, Just fire that coach and move on. That, I think it's going to be that same type of scenario. But, I mean, now that you've explained to me more what the lawsuit is about, I got to say, Flores is right. Right. Because since he got fired, there is Mike Tomlin. Yep. And the Steelers. And, well, there's Mike Tomlin oh, and the 100%, Steelers. 100%. I agree 100% that the – Disparity is ridiculous, and and it's not just NFL. Like all sports, the disparity is ridiculous when it comes to coaching. With CBD American Shaman, life can be happy. Life can be peaceful. Life can be connected. Life can be satisfying. Life can be successful. Life can be adventurous. Life can be balanced. CBD American Shaman. Life is better with a feather. Let's maybe pull straws to decide. My God, we don't own straws. We're not monsters. I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first of its kind, sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. This show has everything a sitcom should. Relatable problems, wacky characters, and even a will-they-won't-they. It's comfort listening at its finest. And there's even a laugh track. But don't worry, you get used to it. Popcorn for dinner. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Is in who they hire and like to me I guess I guess we got lucky. Me and you, we kinda got lucky. You know, our parents kinda raised us, I guess, right. Yeah. And I don't judge somebody based off your color. If you're good to me, I'm good to you. I don't care I don't care what color you are. I don't care who you sleep with. I don't care. <laughs> Your life does not affect me whatsoever. Like, if you're good to me, I'm good to you, period. That's just, that's how we were raised, and that's how I've always felt. So, like, but at the end of the day, racism is real, and there is a disparity across the board. But like you said, how could they even possibly tackle that? And, and it, I just don't even know how they would. There's only one thing I yeah. think that would help. A black owner. I yeah, think, true, but I don't think that'll ever happen. No, because, I mean, and I don't mean this in, in no kind of way, but they're selling the Broncos right now, right? Right. Do, do you know what the going price is? Huh. $4 billion. Right, but, like, the owners, though, they're like they're like a club. Like, and they, they have to, even if you have the money to buy a team, they have to vote to approve you to buy it. Right, but you, you, you know, I, like, Top ten wealthiest people who could afford this team, who have four billion dollars to spare. Right. They're all white, except for like right. Oprah Winfrey. And I, I don't, don't think see her buying an NFL team. I don't see her buying an NFL team. I mean, maybe like JC, he has the money, but he's got. I think he already owns a basketball team. I think he's dealing with that. Or he I'm owns, say JC could. I'm sure. Yeah, but so I don't. I don't think there's going to be one. Because of the disparity of wealth in this whole situation, too. And then the whole voting in. That's just not going to happen. Maybe if we get some younger owners who are just more... Cons- what, like, Me, yeah. I wish it didn't exist. I, I wish racism didn't exist, period. Like, I just... I, I, I mean, it's so hard stupid. to relate. It's hard to relate to to someone who's had to live their life that way and... 
Yeah. Not get jobs because of this or not get raises because of this or not even be considered because of this. Like, it's hard to relate to it. But at the end, of the day, I definitely sympathize with them. I do. Yeah. That, like, I wish it didn't exist. It, it's not fair at all. Um, yeah. So hopefully they can actually come through and this lawsuit actually shine some light on it. That that would be awesome. Because I think that's, at this point, that's about all the, the lawsuit could possibly do is shine some light and on like, the situation. With any sport, like, if you, if you grew up playing sports, like, when we were playing, you know, in high school, like, at the end of the day, we didn't care who our coach was as long as he was helping us win. If he could let us win, I didn't care who coached me. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't relate. My, my high school coaches, we didn't win, so. Yeah, well, yeah, our basketball coaches were much <laughs> the same way. But... <laughs> I mean, they, they tried real hard, but no, 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 no. Uh, of course, when I'm their best athlete, I can understand why. Right. <laughs> oh, all righty. Uh any that's pretty much all I got for the NFL. Do you have any uh, things about I don't know any news reports about anything fun you did over the weekend? Anything fun I did over the weekend? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you went somewhere and <laughs> watched of something. Course, yeah, but yeah. well, we went to uh, my wife got me tickets to the uh, Royal Rumble in St. Louis, Missouri this weekend. So we went up there and uh, went to the Rumble. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh, it's one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year, so. Yeah. Uh, How bad was the fire? Uh, it wasn't bad. Like, you could see that the sign was on fire. They lowered it down, fire sandwiched it out. Like, now, don't get me wrong, the people that were sitting in the section underneath the sign, some fire sparks were coming off the sign. <laughs> so that was probably kind of frightening for them a little bit. But, I mean, there was no, like, huge fire in it. Um... So, yeah, how did you feel about the mm, winners of the matches in, in the Royal Rumble as a whole? Because I watched it. Of course, I watched it at home. Um, was there anything that caught you off guard, surprised you? Anything awesome? Well, as far as the winners go, not so much. Like, for me, the Rumble's always been one of my favorite pay-per-views, if not the favorite pay-per-view for me, like always every year. But one of the reasons it is is because they bring back some of the older stars. They bring back, you know, guys that you haven't seen in a long time. And in the men's rubble this year, they didn't have any of those. No, I noticed that. They had brought back Bad Bunny instead. Yeah, like, so, like, I was kind of disappointed in that. But on the women's side, because they did have the women's rumble, there were some huge surprises that were nice, like... I got really excited when Ronda came out. Like, I'm a huge Ronda fan. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I could last 30 seconds in a cage with her, but, you know, that's probably about most of it. Yeah, but... you, 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 the last 30 seconds and tap out at 31. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, I'm a huge Ronda fan, so that was kind of nice. It was nice to see her win, which when she came out, it's kind of obvious that she was going to win. I don't think they bring her back. Nah, I, I, I knew. Um, so, like, um, but seeing some of the some like Lita was exciting. Seeing Lita come back it was it, exciting to see Ivory come back. So some of the some of the people that I watched growing up coming back to the Rumble that's always that's always fun to see. And you know, I like about the Lita one is they're not actually she's not just a one and done. She didn't just come back to the Rumble. She's actually going to be involved in some stuff. Yeah, she's actually she challenged Becky for the title at uh, next interview. Yeah, but she's elimination chamber, so she's going to be in the yeah. chamber. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. I don't think they're going to let so her win, but. But she's been around, like, she's been around, like, helping train and stuff for a while now. Yeah. She's um, finally getting back on scene. So, the opening match, uh, which was Reigns versus Seth Rollins. 
Did you feel like that match was just to try to close off the story of the Shield, where he got his revenge, or? I'll be honest with you. The whole time I was expecting John Moxley to come out. Like right. I thought that I thought that was going to be like a big thing. Like they kind of opened this forbidden door, bringing back talent from other companies and stuff. Yeah. So when he came out in the Shield gear, I thought for sure John Moxley was going to have something to do with the end of that match. I know you say the door's open, but I don't think the AEW is going to ever let their stars cross over. Ah, come on. Uh, it is, but I don't think they... I, okay, not for a while. TNA is a little bit different. I, I, I can see a lot of crossover with TNA. I, I don't think the AEW is going to do it because they, they see themselves as competition. But TNA is just trying to stay in business. But there's guys that could, though, that it wouldn't hurt. Like, I could see Jericho coming back. Because Jer- like, Jericho would come do business and do whatever they need them to do and, and be fine with his career where he's at. Right. So there's guys that could have done it. I, I thought Cody Rhodes might show up. I, I was ex- kind of expecting that since he's not actually got a contract right now. Right. So he could have done it, but no, nobody. Uh, yeah, how about Mickey James coming in wearing the TNA knockouts belt on her way to the ring? And her TNA music. So, yeah, that was that was really awesome to see. Uh, and, and there was some actually some TNA chance in the crowd. Well, yeah. That was kind of cool to hear, too. So, well, and then when AJ had the moment with um, um, Road, um, Glorious, um, Rick Road, not Rick Road, but. Uh, uh, Rick Road. His son. But that was kind of fun to see, too. That, And when they circled up in the middle of the ring, the, the crowd started the TNA chance there, too. So. That was because was... AJ will always forever be known as the TNA guy. Yeah, he he created TNA. He made TNA really. Um, and the other one that got me uh, was this is actually after news that happened because of what happened at the Rumble. Uh, apparently Brock Lesnar wasn't originally scheduled to win. Right. And it was a last minute change, and a whole bunch of last minute changes got made, and all of them were done behind Vince's back when he wasn't. Paying attention, I guess. By Shane McMahon, and Shane McMahon has now been released from the WWE. Yeah, I saw that. I never Neither thought I'd day, see. Knowing the business and knowing how things operate, I don't see anything making it on screen that did not get approved by Vince. Period. Now he could have argued and pitched and got it, got his way, and got it changed. But I don't see anything going on without it being a pre-approved. Like, it just don't happen. What? Oh, so Vince approved it and then regretted it later? I'm sure. That makes that makes more sense. Uh, yeah, I just... It was a great rumble. I didn't want to see Brock Lesnar win, though. I didn't. I wanted anybody but Brock Lesnar to win To me, rumble. it was predictable. To me, when he got screwed, oh, I knew yeah. he was going I, I, as soon as he got screwed out of the title, I knew he was going to come back and win the Rumble. Yeah, and he's going to, of course, challenge Reigns. I think it's going to end up being a three-way, actually, and I think they'll unify the belts is what will actually happen. Because they're going to they're gonna have Lesnar versus uh, Bobby at Elimination Chamber, and I think Roman will come in and cause some type of screw with that, and I think ultimately it's going to lead to Triple threat at Mania is what I think. Well, if it's Lesnar in, in the cage in the Elimination Chamber, I, I mean, yeah, there's always a way to let him in because they want to, but I could just see him winning the belt cleanly from Lesnar inside the chamber, eliminating everybody, and then going on the WrestleMania and unifying the belts, beating Reigns. 
Yeah, I mean, it could, but I see more along the lines of a triple threat. But it's it possible. They, they could just go ahead and put Brock over huge. But, but why put the belt on Bobby just for one month to have Brock turn around and destroy him again? Like, to me, that wouldn't make much sense either, though. Because... Like, why not just why not just go ahead and put Brock over and still have him go on and challenge around Roman? Uh... That way you have that big uh, face pop at Elimination Chamber, Brock Lesnar conquering all, because, I mean, when's the last time Lesnar was a face for this long? Right. So I, I think that's what's going to happen with that. But I could be wrong. You know way more about this stuff than I do. I won't even pretend. I uh, definitely saw Heyman screwing Brock eventually. I'm surprised that happened now. I thought that would be an angle that would happen at Mania. I thought it would build up and build up and build up, and then Heyman would screw um, wrong Brock at Mania um, to kind of end the whole deal and kind of Brock go off into the sunset again. But they did go ahead and pull that out, so that, I kind of expected that to happen eventually too. Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't know. I think it's going to be an exciting couple months of, of uh, wrestling to watch. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. All right. Uh, so let's hit up on the NBA just a little and wrap it up for the day. Um it's midseason NBA, so nothing exciting's happened, and the Lakers suck. Right, the Lakers suck. Clay Thompson's back, so the Warriors are going to be unbeatable again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's still not back to perfect form. I mean, of course, they've kind of developed a whole rotation without him, and they were winning a lot of games without him. So it's kind of hard, no matter how good of a play you are, to come back in and mess up the rotation of a good team. So it's going to be interesting to see how they gel together again. Yeah, but all, at the end of the day, once they figure it out, like Clay, Tom, Clay and and, and uh, Curry together are just unstoppable. Yeah, and they were a championship caliber team without Clay. Yes. So while they're figuring it out, they're still going to be good. So given that Clay's back and the Lakers suck, um, I just like saying the Lakers suck because I hate LeBron James. Um, the Lakers suck, and um, given that those two factors, what's your prediction for? the championship for the NBA this year? On the East, I think it's wide open. I think it could be anybody. Like, if I was just on top of just because that the talent's there to play and they're healthy, I could see Brooklyn coming out of the East. Yeah. But ultimately, I see the Warriors coming out of the West. I think the Warriors win it all. Uh, 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 if, if, if Clay can pull it together and they get the like, obviously they're probably going to because they have just so much history together. I'm thinking they might pull a clean sweep again. Yeah, I, I think the Suns versus the Warriors could be an awesome Western playoffs. I think that'd be great. I think it'd be good for the, the NBA. I think it'd be good for the playoffs in general mm-hmm. uh, because Phoenix has kind of went on a tear, and and Chris Paul has got them beating everybody for some reason, even when they don't have much talent to work with. Because even when Booker was out, they were still winning, and. Booker being there sent 25, 30 points a game. So I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a high-scoring affair, which is what you want in basketball. That's the, nobody likes seeing defense in basketball anymore, <laughs> unfortunately. The same thing in football. <laughs> right. I, I, I love me a good low-scoring defensive football game, but that just don't happen no more. Nope. Um, yeah. You got over-unders reaching 90. Come on. <laughs> so, when the Warriors win, because um, they're going to win, uh, 
That gives Curry the same number of championships as LeBron, I do believe. I think so, yes. So, can we stop calling LeBron James the greatest player of this generation at this point? Because he's not, and Steph Curry is? He's definitely not the GOAT. No, he's nowhere near the GOAT. But I don't even think he's the best player in this generation of basketball. Everybody's like, no, he's the number one player. I think he's top three in this generation. I, I'm taking Steph Curry as the single player who changed the game right. with his crazy shots. So I'm really hoping they win. That way I could just throw that in every LeBron James player's face. Like, nope. Right. Curry's it is going to be interesting with the trade deadline coming up to see if anybody makes any big moves. Like, if the 76ers go ahead and move on and be, I think they've got some potential there to bring in some talent that could do something because they should be able to get whatever they want in the world for for the for the guys. So it would be interesting to see what the trade line does. I think uh, I think the Warriors I mean I think the Lakers are gonna sit on Westbrook. I don't think they're gonna do anything although they should because he's not a good fit on the team. The problem um, is is I don't know anybody would take him. Yes, turf. Everywhere he goes it seems to be an issue. Yeah, I, I, he's almost untradeable at this point, but my my thing with the Lakers is LeBron's not happy because they're losing. And LeBron basically runs the team. Let's not even pretend like it, they don't have a coach. They have LeBron. Um, and every time he gets mad, right. they tend to trade away the whole team. And they've already done it once. So could you see the Lakers doing a package deal and literally getting rid of everybody but LeBron again and bringing in a whole new team? No, I think at the end of the day, I think LeBron will be the one who leaves. He's done it everywhere he went. I don't know why he wouldn't do it here. He's he's he's. He's went somewhere until they start losing, and then once they start losing, he up takes his stuff, takes his ball, and goes home. Right. Uh, so I think he's gonna do the same thing in LA. I bet he is back up in Cleveland again. No, he's going to back in Cleveland. Clear. No. I think he finishes this for off Cleveland. He wants to be on a winning team. He'll ask for a trade to the Warriors. His family still lives in Cleveland, I believe. Probably. He grew up in Cleveland. He likes Cleveland. Um, yeah. For him to finish his career in Cleveland would actually be a good thing, but I think he's going to want to go to a team where he can get another championship. And that's not Cleveland. I, I think, but I mean, at the end of the day, he probably could. Like, he's done it everywhere he's went. He's, he's been able to talk the ownership into bringing in who he wants, and they're usually good for a season, and then... Yeah, and then they fall apart. They all hate each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then my, people realize I don't want to play with this guy. Right, and my thing is like every time he goes, when he leaves, he's gotten coaches fired, he's gotten players traded. Whenever he leaves, he never leaves a team in a better situation than when he started. Right. Like, sure, we got you a few championships, but now your team's gonna suck for the next ten years. Why you have to rebuild? Right. He's, right. he's 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 like a parasite. <laughs> I'm sure that's not going to be real popular with our NBA fans, but LeBron James is like a parasite to a team. He goes in, he sucks all the good out of it, and once he's done, he leaves. So, yeah. You're just trying to get hate mail, aren't you? I, you know, I'm not trying to get hate mail. I'm just being honest. That's how I feel like LeBron does it. If you look what he did Cleveland when he first went, he got to the championship game, but they didn't win. And so he left, went to Miami. They had a couple good years in Miami. Then they started losing, and coaches were fired and everything else. And everybody was – he left. And Miami hasn't really been good since. And now he went back to Cleveland, and he got third championship. But he, again, rearranged the team where he wanted it and got a coach fired. And then he got – and then left. And now they suck. And now the Lakers, he's doing the same exact thing. 
It's literally a pattern. He does it everywhere we go. He is like a parasite. He sucks all the good out, and then he's like, okay, I'm going to go somewhere else. If I was a, a coach or an owner, I wouldn't want him on my team. Right. Like, I'd be like, no, I'm good. It's not worth one huh. championship. So, yeah. I'm going to get all kind of hate mail. You're right. Uh, you want to say something good about him so you don't get involved in the hate mail? I love LeBron. <laughs> Liar. LeBron's my guy. We go way back. <laughs> all right. Um, that's all I got. Do you got anything else you want to talk about today? I don't have anything else. I think we're covered it all. All right, guys. I hope you all enjoyed the show. Uh, and we're back. Hopefully, we'll be recording uh, more often. Uh, had a whole bunch of stuff outside here going on. So, But we're back. And everybody have a wonderful day. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. It's all part of the Ninja Podcast Network with all the shows featuring Ask the Angry Ninja Show, uh, Not a Kid's Game, presented by the Angry Ninja, which is our D&D podcast, the Ninja News and Politics Show, uh, Sports Talk with the Ninja and J-Mo, and our newest podcast, Outrageous Stories with the Ninja, uh, featuring occasional special guests. Great shows, great stuff. If you want to reach any of us, you can go at ninja at gmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter, askcman2342. You can get us on Facebook, um, on the Ask the Angry Ninja Show Facebook page. Any of those places, if you want to support us, we appreciate that. Go to patreon.com slash worstjokes. And if you join high enough tier, you'll get a free gift. And we just appreciate any support and feedback. You guys have a wonderful night, and we'll holla at you later. With CBD American Shaman, life can be happy. Life can be peaceful. Life can be connected. Life can be satisfying. Life can be successful. Life can be adventurous. Life can be balanced. CBD American Shaman, life is better with a feather. If you've noticed that you're starting to lose your hair and you want to get your real hair back, listen up. My name's Aaron Marino. I'm the number one men's grooming expert on YouTube. And when it comes to hair loss and hair restoration, Bosley is the only company that I trust and I recommend to my guys when they're looking to get their confidence and their real hair back. The reason? It's simple. Bosley's been in the hair loss business for over 45 years. And when it comes to hair loss and hair restoration, experience matters. They've got expert doctors. They've got the latest technologies. And all it takes is simple one-day procedure and you are going to be on your way to rocking your confidence and your real hair once again. Guys, now is the time. Do not wait. If you're ready to get your confidence and your real hair back, I want you to grab the free information kit plus a $250 off gift card. When you text the word REAL to 203203, that's REAL, R-E-A-L, to 203203. Grab the free information kit plus a $250 off gift card. You want to get your real hair back? Don't wait. Now is the time. Text REAL to 203203.